This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. Welcome back to Dungeon Not Included. Yes, we are back almost. It's been a while since you heard our voices, but uh, we are gearing up to make quality hashtag content for you again. I'm Frank. I'm joined in studio by Brennan and Alex, how are you two doing? I'm doing okay. Eager to get back on the air. Yeah, got to get back yeah, on that same. horse. We're almost there. Yes, yeah. we are almost. We are actually busy making content for you right now. Literally, we are. Yeah. We are. We are not. We are not being non-productive. We are. We're, <laughs> we're like halfway through recording a special bonus season to be aired at a later date. We can't wait to tell you what it's about, but we will. We will avoid spoilers for now. Uh, noticeably absent is the voice of Rebel who for national security reasons, we will not tell you what they are up to at this point, but uh, be rest assured rebel is still part of the podcast, whether they like it or not. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So yes, let's um, get to it. Let's, 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 let's break the ice. We haven't talked in a while. What what have we been up to in terms of gaming? Cause that's all I really want to know. Don't tell me about your personal lives. (laughs) Alex, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, my, the two things in uh, like game world that I have been uh, into right now. So in terms of RPGs, like tabletop, um, I'm I've been doing a lot of research because I'm going to be starting my first, running my first Monster of the Week, not Monster of the Week, Kids on Bikes campaign, um, which I'm very excited Ooh. about. Uh, Kids I'm on very the, the excited genre about it well. is like it's like my favorite subgenre of film. Like I love, you know. Super 8 and It and Stranger Things and like the Goonies to an extent, you know, like all those like kids trying to solve problems and adults only interfering. Like I love that sort of like world. So I'm, I'm really excited to try this system out. I think we're really yeah. excited too because we want you to cut your teeth on this and come across <laughs> as soon yeah. as possible. I've been wanting to play this for so long. Absolutely. <laughs> and what's, what's funny too is I haven't played this yet, but I did get a writing credit on teens in space <laughs> because i happened to run into the guys who ran it at uh metatopia years ago and they were like hey do you want to come to this little thing we're doing for the sequel game like sure but yeah so i haven't played the original but i've i've got a cred on the uh the sequel so um oh and then my other game i've been playing is baron breakfast which is a game that just came to switch it's been on steam for a while uh where you play as a uh owner of a bed and breakfast in the woods but you are a bear and you have to deal with uh, human visitors while also running a bear and a bed and breakfast and having to do certain tasks both as a human and as a bear. It's got very, um, I wonder how much uh, Honey Heist inspired the game just because right. that's such a part of Honey Heist is the whole like bear versus human piece. <laughs> so so I, I thought uh, you had said uh, it's fun though. Baron breakfast, as in B A R R O N, as in like some like noble lord of breakfast. Which I would also play. Well, you gotta if you're the, the only the nemesis of the Baron of Breakfast is the Captain Crunch, 
Of course. So yes, yes. And then Count Count Chocula is there as well. You know, they mm-hmm. you have to have all of the, all um, the royal members <laughs> of the serial right. world. All the of the serial world. It's <laughs> a very, very weird monarchy that that rules serial land. Mm-hmm. Mm, those sound super fun. I like all of them. Uh yeah. I uh Brendan, what are you playing right now that's uh tickling still- your fancy? still running the one ring which is my uh tolkien game uh we have a human elf romance going on in the game though <gasps> which oh, is amazing that's uh, awesome and and i i was twisting the knife earlier when they spent the winter apart uh i told the elf oh yes just one more year of uh, your lover's fleeting life slipping away <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! No. That's so good. I, that's one game where timekeeping does definitely feel like a twisted knife. So you just made yeah. it worse. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. Uh, are you running? Are you running or playing anything else now? I'm playing in a scum and villainy game, which is a forged in the dark game about space scoundrels. Oh, that's basically. awesome. That's yeah. really cool. That yeah, seems like it runs cool. itself really well to it. I'm nice. playing the uh, the muscle in that one, and everybody keeps listening to me. So violence is our main solution. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I enjoy that. I enjoy when people uh, <laughs> not just that violence is the main solution, but also when like there's no good reason. It just for some reason they listen to your character, and it just swings everything over yeah. to devastation i was actually yeah, I'm like i'm like these bad guys let's just roll up on them and you know take them out and everybody's like yeah that sounds like a good idea <laughs> yeah. make a convincing argument right. I, I, was in the, I was in the opposite game uh judd carlman ran a, a game of into the odd where the exact opposite happened uh the one player everyone was listening to was like let's reason with everyone and we were all like, okay, let's reason with everyone. And it worked out really smooth. And at the end, Judd was like, I had a lot of really dangerous situations for you. And nobody went into any of them. You just parlayed <laughs> your way through it. No. So, yeah. Um, I, so I have spent the last few weeks, months. Wow, it's been a while. Uh, on mm. podcast hiatus backing up millions of games i have no ability to play but for this podcast so uh obviously the last thing we we all talked about on air was um uh, tears of the machine sc which is coming along swimmingly and i've got uh, you know good big plans on running my own private game of tears of the machine uh which we did on the podcast already but since then i have backed and i'm kind of excited that rebel's not here for this Dungeon Crawl Classics 100. Oh, <laughs> right? Uh, not that there's anything wrong with Dungeons and Dragons or dungeon games in all, at all, but we are dungeon not included, so I can only bring it up a couple of times. Uh, mm-hmm. Old school essentials, mostly for the art, it's just bonkers. And I love bonkers. I love like imagining what it was like or trying to remember what it was like playing original D&D or maybe AD&D. And just like the 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 this madness, the insanity of it, the stupidity <laughs> of being a twelve year old and trying to figure out these rules, and these mm-hmm. these are of course greatly streamlined rules for these old school games. Uh, and then uh, you know to keep my indie cred, I backed 
uh, Caius Ward's Goblin Jug Band. Nice. Uh, it's a role playing game where you are all basically <laughs> goblin bards. Oh, um, yes, <laughs> and that's uh, amazing. Yeah, it, it, so rules. I've seen little bits and pieces of it. I actually I backed it at a level where I could contribute to it, and I created a ridiculous artifact um, in the world. And I can't remember the the final name name we came up with, but it's definitely not the the uh, hand of Vecna. Wink. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wink. And one game I'm super excited about, and Alex's uh, cozy uh, game reminded me of it, was Brindlewood Bay. Yes, uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. I have. I I got I got my digital copy just came in, and I'm waiting on the physical. I'm so excited for that too. I cannot wait to play and maybe even run this. It's a cozy mm-hmm. murder mystery RPG. So the way. Uh, the way I envision it uh, is it's um, Murder, She Wrote with Cthulhu. Yes. And right. yes. just enough gay for it to be fun. Um, oh. Yeah, it looks really, really good. And really, like a lot of really, really cozy and and fun, uplifting and and also full of otherworldly horror. And that's, yeah, that is my favorite spot. I wish I wish I knew the name. Somebody had a uh, was doing TikTok, uh, TikTok the other day about um, indie RPGs versus skinning D and D for everything, you know, because you know it's so easy to to do. And someone said like, if you have something that's hyper specific, you can find an indie RPG out there that does that thing well, and it'll only do that thing well. Like they said, they used Brindlewood Bay as an example. He's like, I'm playing a game where you are little old ladies solving otherworldly mysteries and the mechanics are brilliant for that and nothing else. They're like, it's yeah. the perfect game if that's what you want to do. And, um, right. but so like, and could you do that? Could you make a session of D and D that's that? Sure. But yeah. will it feel as authentic and fun as something that's designed specifically for that purpose? Probably as not. A person who's done it. Like it is, it feels like putting, and I love D and love D and I mean, like mm-hmm. this is taking off the facade of the podcast. But if our mission sp- statement is anything, it's like there's things other than D and D that make one make D and D more fun because yeah. you 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 play it without trying to like file off a bunch of stuff that doesn't matter, uh, and two that like it does it so much better. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, like a long for a long time, I would run uh, dungeons and well, I ran role playing games uh, at various like college clubs, right? And the 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 thing that I went in there with was that well, most people have played D anD D, so we'll start them off on D anD D, and then inevitably people wanted to play different scenarios, different kind of stories they wanted to tell in their storytelling games and it was always trying to like force them to like let go of dd long enough to play the game that they're actually trying to play right yeah. it's it's interesting but yeah exactly right you find a good good sweet spot and you you've got a great game well and i i tell i tell people all the time it's like if you you wanted something analogous it's like saying like you could theoretically go into code and reskin grand theft auto into every video game yeah. But will it be a better game than actually playing the game itself? Like you could make a Legend of Zelda game in Grand Theft Auto, but <laughs> would it would it really do what you want a Legend of Zelda game right. to do? Would it feel like the Legend of Zelda? You know. And to be honest, it, it th- there's a certain amount of fun in doing that. Even like playing 
playing oh, Super absolutely. Mario and doing it, but like trying to fit this the square peg in a round hole is kind of fun, but like not not but, being relied, not relying yeah. on it. Well, if somebody comes up to you and they say, like, I really want to play a game that's about plumbers jumping on turtles, and you're like, hold on, there's this <laughs> mod for Grand Theft Auto. That like, would be amazing. Instead of going like, hey, Mario exists. Like, yeah. you know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, that, that whole conversation came up because somebody was like, here's how to play cyberpunk edge runners with D&D. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> like, there actually is a game for that, y'all. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't even have to look that hard. It's it's in the no. Yeah. Oh wow. I think uh finding the most egregious example it, it, the real difficulty about this conversation is not to sound like you're sour grapes. I'll, I'll be I'm honest. not sour like, grapes about it. It's just there there's other games out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's hard to make people, especially who've only ever seen one thing and only think of conversations as adversarial, not to be like, yeah. oh, you're not you're not just upset. Uh, but like finding the most egregious example of someone playing maybe even and it would have to be oblivious, obliviously playing the wrong game, like playing it in D D when it really should be something else. Uh Cyberpunk, at least I think if you look at it you could kind of see where there's like a, a lot of action adventuring maybe that would work it's ridiculous that they don't play the game that's written for no, it, but. at the same at the same time though like think about like uh where um uh what's the there was uh starfinder like starfinder is a game that's like a perfect example of we started with a D D skin game and we created an entire new game that does space in the same way you want to do it. Other have there been other space games like say Bulldogs that exist? <laughs> like yeah, there's plenty of space RPGs, but you can do it. It is it is able to be done, you know. But yeah. um yeah, it's it's just very funny. And I think I mean so much of that comes from like just D D being like the cultural touchstone. Like yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, D &D like even like role playing game for most people. Yeah. Exactly. And like and even if you look at like things like Stranger Things, which have done a good job of bringing people into the the world, like when did Powered by the Apocalypse start? Like 2012. Like there's like a good 30 years between when those shows take place and when the indie RPG scene really started to take off. So it's not like there's. I, I've a... I, I've heard that in the next season of Stranger Things, they're gonna pivot hard on bunnies and burrows. And it's <laughs> gonna be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so this has been fun catching up with all of you, our listening audience. What have you been playing? What have you been playing? What it, What are you up to? Join us on our Discord. Uh, you'll find a link on the in the podcast description or on Twitter and tell us what you're up to. Or for whatever reason, if you're on Facebook, do that too. Um, we'd love to know what you're playing. We'd love to... Not just on what we're playing on there. There's also like the... I just added to the what are we reading right now section, right? There, there's a lot of different... There's a lot of cool new channels that are popping up regularly in there that deal with... You think of a type of media, a medium, we probably have a channel dedicated to it. It's pretty cool. Absolutely, so. yes. And we'll be doing movie nights for the month of October. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. It's going to be great. Please uh, join us there. You know, tell us what you're up to. Can't wait to come back and provide you with the gaming entertainment that you most look forward to. Once again, we have no ending for this show. Yes, never. <laughs> never. 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 <laughs> come on, everyone.
Hey there, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a 5-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.